M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details deborah's home was stolen no i don't mean thieves stole stuff I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. And this story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need Home Title Lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. The Final Word. State of the Imaginary Union. I like that. <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> Take that, Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dougie Fresh. <laughs> I, I, we didn't do any beatboxing. No, well, uh, we come to you today. We switched the order of Idiot of the Week and the Final Word because, as you might have noticed, there was a bunch of news uh, yesterday. With the exception of one item, which we'll get to. You still yeah. don't know who won Iowa. You but in don't. any case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> we'll, what? We'll that's neither we'll here that. nor there. We'll get to that. That's not like it's important. First of all, housekeeping. For, we have a show coming up on February 16th at 4.30 p.m. at Flappers here in Los Angeles. You can go to flapperscomedy.com. That's right. To pick up your tickets. 
4.30, a decent time for decent, decent folks. People. Decent folk. Yes. A good time to be out before the crazy. We're going to be doing Idiot of the Week live. So write to us. Let us know you're coming. And um, if there's a particular idiot that you yeah. want to submit or anything you'd like to see, because we'll have the opportunity, I think, to be able to even show things. Yes. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, we are a part of uh, the Mama and the Mooks. The Sexy Liberal Tour is back. Yes. You can go see Sexy Liberal Seattle February 29th. You can go to sexyliberal.com for tickets. That's right. You can see Hal Sparks and John Fugel singing. All of us will be doing different shows around the country, and it's very exciting. Yes. And we want to invite you also to go on over to Cameo and pick up a cameo from Frangela. That's right. Whatever you want. We can give a birthday message. You could buy one for someone mm. else, you know, um, or we could give you some advice or tell you your horoscope or read your tea leaves, whatever you need. Yes. And then you can go to patreon.com. And over there, you can get a micro idiot. And did you know that for the low, low price of five bucks, you're getting 12 to 14 micro idiots per month. It is amazing. It's a deal and a steal, Angela. And up from there, you get more things. Personal messages, lots of fun. But the micro idiots are hysterical, if I do say so myself. And lots of fun. And uh, please check it out. And we thank all of our Patreon friends. You make our work possible. Yes, you do. And you can also just go on over to Frangela.com if you have any questions about what is Frangela doing or how can I get one of those fabulous Frangela t-shirts? That's right. All your swag needs and everything right there My at Frangela.com. My magnet. Yeah. My needs a Frangela magnet. Go there now. Mm-hmm. So, news. Iowa caucus. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, so what the fuck? I'm going to tell you, and I told Angela and my husband the next day, I said, for the first time, I agree with Donald Trump, which is this is a debacle. It would be really nice if we didn't hand them these things. Girl. It would be really nice. Because here's my problem. Michael Harriet. if you're not familiar with him, you should follow him. He's amazing. Um, Michael Harriet had the best tweet about it. He was like, a, three deacons could have gone in a back room of a church mm-hmm. and figured this out within an hour. That's right. Oh, if they had just written it down on paper, what? we would know. Exactly. <laughs> and they had paper ballots. No, but this. now they have to cross-check them against the thing. And yes. it's just ridiculous. And isn't this a stupid system where they stand up and write and stand up and raise their hand. Oh, can I tell you something? To me, it is actually what it is, is the worst slumber party in history. Yeah. This is a slumber party that actually could determine who our president is. Because mm-hmm. this is if you haven't been to a slumber party, this is what happens. People show up and then there's this sort of scramble for where you're going to put your sleeping bag. Right, right, right. right. You know, because you got to get prime real estate. Right, and prime real estate is usually next to the host. Right. If at all possible. And, and or on the popular or And or the popular girl. Or, and or the popular girl. Then at some point in the evening, people are going to break off into little groups. Mm-hmm. And at some point, somebody's going to be nominated as the person that everybody's going to pick on. That's right. And then at some point, two to three people are going to break off and try to defend that girl. At first, they're going to just start empathizing, and then they're going to break off. And basically, that's what we were trying to watch in Iowa. And what we were left with is, well, Mayor Pete seems to think he won, he won period. Well, um, well, first of all, <laughs> so, I sort of like the way he's swinging. It's a little bit of a boss. It's a little bit of dick swinging. <laughs> he's like, you know what? I won. Yeah, I won. And he's saying, you know, so far we're winning, and that's you know, it looks like he and Bernie are sort of still battling it out for first place. We're two days. Oh, it's Wednesday. You'll be hearing this on Thursday, and we may not know then. Then. Absolutely. Here's the deal. Can I say Mm -hmm. also? I think that the amazement around a Mm -hmm. 90% white state Mm -hmm. choosing. 
<laughs> three, the top, the, 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 the top choices. I'm like, when people talk about, we have defied the odds. I'm like, in what way? Yeah. Um, and, and frankly, I mean, if you, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I do think that there's an excellent moment here to ask ourselves. As I was telling Francis, I didn't know this until this week that I guess it's in their, their state constitution or whatever, mm-hmm. their rules. They pass some law in Iowa that they have to go first. So if any other state tries to go first, there's somewhere it's, I'm going to get the number of days wrong, but I think it was like, they have to schedule their primary for six days ahead of time. I don't care. I don't care where, when you schedule I don't, I don't, I, To me, we really need to start to look at is this. these two first two states are really not representative of this party no. anymore. And not that they don't, they're not important. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is acting as if New Hampshire and Iowa are the, you know, the tell-all the bellwether all. of what's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe those days are done. Yeah. And we should stop. And I, and I do need, since we're here, we want to say this. Um, Kornacki. Steve Kornacki. Can we just the Kornacki? And did you see they gave it a title like Kornacki's Corner? Oh yeah, he got his own little little yeah, blog, his yeah. little box. Yeah, he uh, got his little snazzy, jazzy sort of hype. What are they like? Neony khaki? <laughs> they, were, they had a little something going. They on. were mustardy meets. No, I liked the color. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying I liked them, but mm-hmm. the point is. Boo, Kornacki, there are 50 states. Yeah. This is one. You gonna you, blow a gasket, That's boo-boo. what I'm saying. He's gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> he is jumping around <laughs> like, a like a hummingbird on meth. Well, you remember last <laughs> year, last year for the for the blue wave, he had broken his hand, remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, he but that was gonna down. let that stop. He's not gonna let no. that stop him. But he's just trying to make, trying to make news out of it unreported un, not having the number county that had looked i look at this county i'm like there are 14 people who live there <laughs> let me <laughs> tell you something looks like and he is jumping all around totally well i believe that if steve kornacki had the opportunity he would take out john king <laughs> oh yeah and he should because that's his only way is that his that is it <laughs> that is his path I, and i don't know here's the thing i have to say we've thought about doing a podcast where we just review reporters <laughs> But not for like their reporting, no. just for like their style, yeah, and the colors like, they're wearing, the colors they're wearing. Because like the other day, Katie Turner looked like she had decidedly become Latina, well, and I don't know what happened with her base. She was inspired by the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Thank it was. you. She was like, she was channeling her strong because I'm Latina. like, girl, your base. I did not know that you were black, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's, it's welcome. Mm. I have not seen you at the meetings, but uh, yeah, that's just us being petty and stupid. Yes. But in any case, yeah, that was crazy. But I think Francis, you came in today yeah. and raised a very valid concern about Tom Perez. Yes, for me, I'm sitting here going, we in every way, Trump has made sure to make you know the American public on both sides yeah. distrust. Our voting and election system. Now, our, even our own party's primary. Uh, that's right. And Tom Perez should have been out there, second one, moment one, being like, I got you. We are doing this. This is what is happening. This is how this is going down. Don't worry about it. Let me. We, we need to be transparent well, I think in this. It took this. A, a fairly significant amount of time before he made a statement at all. That's right. Took, took, took him it felt like everybody hours. was hiding. Yes. Yes. And, and I, was, saying, I, I just can't get my mind around it. I'm like, it's the first primary. Now, here, there are, I agree with Kathy Griffin on Twitter was like, look, everybody calm down. I know. And I agree with that. I think that when you think about the first day of the ACA, the Obamacare mm-hmm. went up, they have problems. Yeah. Look, apps have problems, things have problems. But I think that what we would, the lesson here for me is just do it with paper. Yeah. Get old school. And just how you handle it, too. Old school about it. The app situation, let's not, not everything has to be an app. Nope. And and more and more, I mean, I've seen, I can't tell you how many editorials is saying, look, what we need to do is go back to a system that's well, just like paper. paper and people, and you that's it. That's and then it. people can't bring in their phones. They can't mm-hmm. bring, you know, that whatever. And just because this is 
but it does. Here we are in a situation where it just it it makes people mistrust the system and the situation, and we don't need that. We don't need it. And I'm going to tell you something. When I was watching that, the watching uh, Tuesday night last yesterday evening, I had that feeling of. You know when your parents send you in the room to clean your room and you shoved everything underneath the bed? Right. Right? But the reality, and your mama, and company's coming over, and your mama let you let that fly. Because the company's coming. Because the company's she coming. She time to deal with you. Right. But, but, but my mama would stand there after the company left <laughs> and make you pull, and I mean, Angela, every single iota of anything that you put under that bed. When I tell you it's going to be cleaned as a whistle. No and fake clean. No fake clean. No, I wish it was clean. That is that is the level of scrupulous that mm-hmm. we have to be on our side. And because we can't just kind of clean things up to make it look right. Mm-hmm. We have to clean things out. And I think part of that is not assuming that people have information they don't have. That's right. Like if you haven't seen the video, it's a video speaking of a woman who had just given her vote in the Iowa caucus, her handed her car over to Pete Buttigieg, to Mayor Pete's one of his people. And then somehow in that moment, and this part isn't on the video, she discovers that he's gay and is shocked much to their, everybody else's shock. Mm -hmm. So she's like, wait a minute, are you telling me he has a same sex partner? And the woman's like, yes, I'm telling you he, He's married to him. What? Give me back my card. <laughs> and and the woman's like, okay, well, I have to ask how that works, and we'll ask him nothing. And, and she's very and people are like it's a lesson in patience and mm-hmm. in and, and like. But it ends with this woman still wanting her card back. Yeah. In the video, and I don't know what happened, but she literally says to the woman, "But wait a minute. One moment ago, you told me that you agree with everything he says, and you think he's the best candidate, and you're really excited about him." And she was like, "Yeah, that's before I knew he was gay." That's against God. It says it in the Bible. So Give every, me my card back. And all of those things. And, and you know, it, this is a wonderful moment to look at because for me, it's like all of the things that you need, want, desire, a, a, a representative, a politician that can come along and can can answer the things you need in your life. Excited you. Excited Enough you. Enough to get you out of the house. Exactly. To come to this ridiculous exactly. process. Exactly. And the fact that that person loves a, a person of the same sex is enough to make you go. I don't want. I don't need any of these things in my life. And, and when I when we talk about this, I think Mayor Pete is about as not challenging of, of of heteronormative norms as you can be. Exactly. Um. In in many ways, and not. And I don't. I'm not judging either way. I'm just saying this is the gay person you have. Like <laughs> like I'm like what? A, but she's a bigot. Mm-hmm. Um. But didn't care and just was utterly unmovable. And um. And the woman just said, "Well, you know, I tried to teach my son." And she's like, "Well, then you're not a Christian because it says it in the Bible, which it doesn't. But whatever. Right. Um. Like." goes on and and literally didn't was yeah. not into hearing it and then was acted like she'd been like she's like why don't i know this and basically insinuated that it been, was being kept from her and this other woman who did just walk away eventually because she couldn't take it went no everybody no it's it's common right it's, i mean it's really common. common real knowledge. common it's real not, common he but says you know it in the debates but this is the thing we assume yeah because we've talked about this a lot when we yeah. talk about how even candidates that we really like we're getting sick of some of their stories yes because I, I said that to angela the other day yeah. i said i said elizabeth warren's uh talking points are starting to get a little stale for me and i was like but what you have to know is that that's because you listen to all of them yes 
And I, not everybody can or does or will or wants to. Yeah. Because I, that was a real wake up for me watching that. Not just the hatred. Yeah. Um, but the, the, cause that is always, and I know I have a r- ridiculous thing about, oh, you're voting in the Democratic primary. You must, must not be. be a bigot. <laughs> you're right. You, know I mean? you like, must I be know. some kind of right. And sometimes I'm just like, I am such a <laughs> Rebecca of Sunnybrook farm, ridiculously naive. Francis will tell you, I have such ridiculously naive, like, I don't know. Everybody loves everyone <laughs> moments. So that's on me. That, But what I was really blown away by was the fact that it this person literally, uh, my assumption would be that's, you know, people know that. Yeah. But here's the problem. They don't. They don't. And that's, and, and you can't assume that everybody has heard about, is it, uh, what's her aunt who took care of her, helped her with her child care? Her, her, I keep wanting to say Aunt Becky, but I think it's because mm. I'm stuck on Aunt Becky. Right, right, right. Maybe trying to flee the country because they sell in their house. Mm. But uh, I'm like, who's watching Aunt Becky? That's a side note. But uh, it, it just really got to me that we have to remember that people don't necessarily have all of this information and they haven't heard yeah you know um what people's programs are they've maybe they've heard one great speech or a clip from a speech and that was what did it yeah or maybe you never know and i have to say that after the iowa caucus every i enjoyed i mean elizabeth warren's speech afterwards brought me to literal tears i literally welled up and angela can tell you that is rare for me very very rare but i was moved to tears yeah listening to her because i'm like that is who I want as our president, and I, and, you know, and I, I hope she will continue to get the space and airtime and and some type of exposure. I just, I feel like that their the attitude is very. I feel like all, they're going to bury her like they buried uh, Hillary. Yeah, and and that they're not covering, you know, yeah. how, like she, you know, her game, and um, they like they like to do stories. The media likes to do stories about how much money people are spending. But they don't, you know, really dial down on what are they doing? What are they going to? I mean, one of the factors in Iowa is that people literally get to meet the the candidate. Yes. You know, that that's a huge thing. And, and you know what? And also, you know, and speaking of the candidates, let's also, I don't want to take anything away from Bernie Sanders, no. who did really freaking well yeah um and you know they they don't they we still don't know if it's him or Buttigieg but the reality is is that uh they were talking about you could make the the argument that it is Bernie Sanders because the reality is is that he was most people's first choice yeah that he he maintained through round one and two. yes he wasn't the okay well my person's gone right i'll go here choice it's here i i think the caucus i am not a fan of this Me process neither um and i'm also i think that frankly i think that primary all of our voting should you should be able to do from home i think we'd have greater participation mm-hmm. i think that you know there's a way we've got to change how we do all of that but um but i do want to say this too because it's it's happening a lot Please let us learn the lessons of the last election. Oh, girl. Please, please, please. And I understand that people can be annoying, even if they're bots or Russians or they're real. Mm-hmm. Or they may be real people. They may be people you know and you know they're real. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. It tell tell me who you're into and why. Yeah. And 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 that's great. And, I, and I'm not say, I'm not telling people what to say or not to say. But don't. What I am saying is we don't have to react to every single thing that happens online if you don't like the way somebody's behaving and they say they're a bernie bro or they say they're for warren or they say they're for Buttigieg, don't necessarily believe that's even a human that's number one number two you don't have to engage with everyone and if you don't want to hear from that person you can mute them you can block them you can say hey i'm not interested in this conversation or you can just not take it that seriously let's not engage in this hate 
fueled, oh, I'm sick of these people. Let's try not to do that. You know what I have been doing personally is that every time that I have seen something, I mean, even if I'm just writing something fun, mm-hmm. right, I, I am erasing 80% of things, comments I'm, I would be making on people's pages because I've decided that I would like to be as neutral as possible. Oh, have you come to the Angela side? Girl, yes. Let me tell you, I don't read comments. Yeah. I don't. Like, and I, that's, I hate Facebook. I've stopped. I don't, I don't think I've put anything up there in years. I tried to close my page and it wouldn't let me close it. And then I didn't have access to it for like two years. Yeah. It was really annoying. And I would close it now, but I don't want that to happen again. Um, but yeah, I don't give, I don't give a fuck. Uh, here's the deal. You know, I'm all about learning. I do my due diligence. Francis will tell you every election. I go look up every single thing yes. and every single person judges. I, I look them all up. I try to find any information I can about every single person. And if somebody asks me, I try, I try to give them that information. I go, this mm-hmm. is what I found. There may Maybe other things. I only have what I can do for my computer. Right, you know? right, right. And I'm not a, you know, uh, an, an internet uh, expert or something or a hacker. But um, the deal is that I would encourage everyone to remember. One thing I try to remember, especially on Twitter, is, and we're comedians, so this is maybe a little bit easier, is I go, this is supposed to be, this should be fun. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to take everything quite so seriously. And we try to keep our Twitter feed free of bullying and free of negativity. That's why we have over 20,000 people blocked. So... <laughs> And that's not an exaggeration. So what we what I ask of people is, you know, I, I also try to keep it free of we try to keep it free of nudity and things like that mm-hmm. just because come on. So let's you know, hey, obviously we say our point of view, obviously fuck Trump. But if we could try to treat each other with respect, with respect, that's that's pretty much all we're asking. You know what I'm going to ask you? Hmm. I'm going to ask you to imagine this Valentine's Day story is you. You're parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 minutes. Glancing in the mirror, you notice your wrinkles and large under eye bags. <gasps> what? What do I do? You what rummage do? You rummage through your bag thinking, where's your secret weapon? Oh my gosh, where is it? Where is it? And oh, there it is! Plexiderm! Woo! I'm going to apply the delicious clear serum. Not don't eat it. Uh, to pl- apply the clear serum under my eyes and boom! Woo! Two minutes later. I start seeing my under eye bags and wrinkles disappear in front of my eyes. Yeah. You will look years younger. Yes. Plexiderm is the clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. That's why I'm going to take me out and I'm going to Plexiderm up before I do. Mm-hmm. Go to tryplexiderm.com and enter voices for 50% off plus an extra $10 off. Again, enter voices at tryplexiderm.com to get 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mention code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, so to get our special discount, enter VOICES at triplexiderm.com. That's right. Do it. Yes. Deborah's home was stolen. No, I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest-growing white-collar crimes. And this story is why you need Home Title Lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need Home Title Lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com. 
Home.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Now we're moving on to the, the state, state of, of the, the imaginary union. union. Yeah. I swear, when he started, I was like, what country is he talking about? I would love to live there. You're right. Uh, well, it sounded he, amazing. When he walked in, when they, when they brought in the cabinet, oh. I just started screaming, crook. Mnuchin walked in. Crook, Pompeo, crook. Be- Betsy DeVos. Oh, fuck her. I was like, she's this, like the worst. This witch is still here? This, this, crook. This corrupt ass family. They're all corrupt. Uh, um, but that also, if not only people have said it was a campaign rally or speech, I think it was worse than that. It yeah. felt like, it felt like. I was like, I, I wonder if this is what it was like when Pinochet gave his first speech, mm-hmm. you know, like, because it, it just really, and to me, the, the, the so-called Maggie Haberman, I, you know, um, I was listening to her talk about the speech and how it was uh, mostly positive until the end. And I was like, that's not what I felt. It was mostly lies. Yes. Yes. Um, so we're here to fact check a bunch of this BS. And here's the deal. For those of you who didn't listen, good job. Because. Uh, the ratings, we all know he cares about that. And the ratings were down by over 25%. Which is, <laughs> yay. But we did. We, we did. But that's our job. Every excruciating And minute. when I tell you, I scared the shit out of my roommate because I started <laughs> punching the, the uh, Ottoman. <laughs> I was just like, ah, that is just a lie. I can't believe this shit. And when I saw Nancy, Nancy, I know exactly what she was doing because I did this when we were on that reality mm-hmm. show. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Remember when uh, that that idiot was um, yelling at me in my face? I remember I was I was clutching my water bottle so tight that my fingers were like red yeah. afterwards. Clutching it and just staring down at it. Just staring down at it. And when she was staring down, there were times when her eyes would get a little wider. She's like, just stare down. Mm-hmm. Stare down. Don't look. Don't look. Well, don't first, look. first of all, let's talk about the fact he didn't shake her hand. You that, know what? I, here's the thing I can say in that moment. I don't even know if he saw her hand. Right. He and was you know trying what? not to look at her. He was really trying to ignore her. So to me, the, the, di- the diss was before that. Yeah. Because like, I don't think, because by the time her hand was out, he'd already turned, he, I feel he like. He didn't even make eye contact. No, so I think that he the diss was, yes, I think he dissed her, but I think it was pre-hand. Yeah. He was like, I'm not even going to acknowledge you. I gotta, I'm surprised he didn't throw the paper, to be yeah, honest, because yeah, that's yeah. basically what he did. He was like, toss it, here it is. Yeah. But she took care of that later. Um. So, yeah, it, 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 but, and absolutely, yes, they impeached him. Yes, it, it happens. He's impeached. Whether or not he wants to bring it up, yeah. that's what the fuck happened. So, yeah. Um, and he knew that today, uh, as we're doing this, this, we couldn't put off the podcast another day, they are voting yes. on uh, the articles of impeachment in, yes. in the Senate. And, of course, we expect that he will be acquitted. I have, you know, Francis, tell you, here I go, Annie, you know, Sunnybrook Farm, Angela. I, part of me goes, maybe somebody else will be moved. I mean, apparently Romney. Yeah, Romney. Has voted. Right. At but, this point. But I'm here, not sure if that happened yet or not. Here's the thing. I We all knew that the Senate was going to try to acquit him. Well, right? well here's my thing. I was like, but, I, but I, I want to I I finish this. But, but here's the thing. We, we knew that that was going to happen, but you don't know how you're going to feel when it's happening. You know what I'm saying? And it feels horrible because it was saying, everybody said it, oh, you know, this will probably happen. It's 90% sure this will happen. But when you get there and you're in, you're living it, then you're going, oh, my God, it, this, this is shitty. This is the Senate abdicating and giving this man dictatorship in this country. Yeah, I knew that before. 
I you know? felt that, but that's why I cried uh, yesterday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The day before, not during this, not the vote, um, because the fact that we're that, that we had to have the house managers come and basically beg people to do the right thing. Yep, broke my heart. Yep, that's not what my grandfather fought for. That's not what my family stands for. That's not what this country's supposed to be about. And we have yet to achieve any of truly achieve. The union that this experiment is has aimed for, but that has at least always been the goal mm-hmm. to get there. And I think that we all we've talked about this right now is a moment where you I need everybody. I would like everyone to stop, sit down, take a quiet moment and say, what are you willing to do? Mm-hmm. Because I think we're going to have to answer that question. And I know we've all been, we we were like, why are we not in the street? I'm like, because there's a process and people are letting that process play out. Mm -hmm. And they're hoping that that process, they're hoping against hope that some process is going to jump up and stop what's going to happen. And it may just be that our young nation has to have another revolution. It may just be that we have to do something that seems inconceivable. Well, you know what? Uh, there was a historian on last night on MSNBC, and I forget her name. Goodwin is her last name, I believe. And um, she was talking about, you know, she said, this is the place where we go to history for comfort. And people go, "Have has it ever been this bad? And she was talking about uh, where she had to go back to was the Civil War. And, you what know, I say yep. a few weeks ago. Yep. She had to go back. That is the place where she had to go I back to talk said, about. said it. We have never been this divided. The last time this nation was this divided was the Civil War. Absolutely. And are you willing to put aside your schedule, to put aside... And I know that that's... I know that we all have to make money. Look. Okay. We can't get nobody to pay us right now. (laughs) So I understand. (laughs) 2020 is all about apparently not paying. (laughs) But like... like, But we ask yourself, are you... What are you willing to do for your nation? Yeah. What are you willing to do to show the world and, and our children and our future that we actually care and that this is not a nation where we do not have a king we do not have a despot and we do not have a bunch of feudal lords to help service his needs yeah um throughout the state of the union there was nothing but lies yeah um some of my personal favorites were that he gave historic record setting tax cuts (laughs) that was one of my favorite ones yeah um to the top uh less than one percent maybe yeah but then here's the thing the truth is is that uh actually ronald reagan gave the largest tax cut which was 2.89 percent yeah but he the, in the, 1981 yeah. the insinuate what he's trying to insinuate there is that as a whole this is a blue collar economy yeah no none of those cuts were for you no you didn't you're not gonna you know that that's absolutely not true mm-hmm. um also apparently black people we are just Ooh. rocking it oh out. my goodness i told i was telling angela I, I said you know i have never seen you know those senators have never clapped for this many black people in their lives not since the temptation stopped touring girl for, they clap for a tuskegee airman they talk, they clap for his great grandson they say i wish he i mean i know that he got that there's an honor and whatever but i just stop coming yeah I, I'm just stopping tokenized. Like I just, I'm really sick of uh, black props. Right. I'm really. Well, sick I thought really the worst one for me was the the black mother and oh, child. Oh, the child. Yeah. This was the here. The, I'll give your. Okay, great. One black kid gets to go to school. That is awesome. That is but, but really what they were coming from. It's like no child. They, I, I wrote it down. No child should have to go to a. a a horrible government school. So it was in that. It's in that, a charter. They're it's about to charter charters. schools. And that's Betsy yeah. DeVos. Yes. And that is about coming for your public school education. And using Hear your money it. for it. Here it. So they can further segregate and further. That's and, and right. It's a way for people to not have to pay for private school, but still get private school with your money. And, and to further 
uh, put in in poor neighborhoods, not just black people, but in poor neighborhoods uh, to make sure that these people aren't getting the, the same education that every other community yeah, gets. Yeah, but that one black girl is, so there yeah. you go. Yeah, and you know, for me, I think that this, for me, uh, the, this entire speech is about either being selfless or selfish and also about lying because it's only good for about less than one percent of the country that's right to say it's things like uh, like they're complete lies like america's energy dependent it's completely false that's an absolute lie the united states continues to import energy it's absolutely uh, there's just no truth to that 43 percent of uh according to the energy information agency report 43 percent of petroleum um comes from canada we get our petroleum from nearly 90 countries and 16 percent from persian gulf countries yes this was a this is a blue collar boom that's a quote from trump uh last night and the fact is is that the manufacturing sector is in a technical recession and only nine thousand manufacturing jobs have been gained since june compared to 460 thousand in the first two and a half years of Trump's presence. So we are in a slump. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And it's just because because the Obama administration did a lot of great work on the economy, yes. we're still living in that. But, that. The, but everybody keeps saying it's coming. I was also in along that line, the idea that that um, the, the new, uh, the UM, what is it, the USMCA into law, the United States, Mexico, Canada agreement, it's really just a slight reworking of NAFTA, number yes. one. But he I think went, something like 80% of it is still yeah. the, in place. Here's another big, just total fucking made up lie. He said, Trump said, quote, the USMCA will create nearly 100,000 new high-paying American auto jobs. This is an invented number. Yeah. The USITC report said the agreement would create about 28,000 jobs and only in the auto sector, mm-hmm. which, by the way, they're closing down. And also, uh, this is sort of uh, China, because of the situation in China, the coronavirus, I know Hyundai had to close oh, wow. some plants because they can't get the parts. Mm-hmm. So there's all, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into that, but those, that's, those were all just lies. Here's another one. Since my election, the net worth of the, the bottom half of wage earners has increased by 47%, three times faster than the increase for the top 1%. That is just a pure lie. The net worth for the bottom half has gone up, but it was at such a low base that you can't even call it a, a boom. Uh, people in the bottom half have essentially no wealth. And you know that when you go to your checking account. Um, it, Hello. Oh, you know, the people at the bottom half have only 1.6% of the nation's wealth. I didn't realize that. I knew it was low, but I didn't know it was 1.6, 1. 1.6%. 1. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep on saying that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, me and 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 me and and in that your debts are canceling out whatever wealth that's right you think you have all right then the top five percent holds more than 70 percent of all net worth in the united states oh yeah there's like three families that have most of it that's right that, like when you put it down like that you're like there's really only three fa-. you're like damn um and then when the, the speech got into the what i like to call the racism section where we just started to call human beings illegal which they can't be um and lie again so one of the quotes trump said is last year our brave ice officers arrested more than 120,000 criminal aliens charged with nearly 10,000 burglaries 5,000 sexual assaults 45,000 violent assaults and 2,000 murders this i believe is one of the most insidious and pernicious lies that he told in this speech Mm -hmm. because this is about go out and hate hate brown people that's right this is about go out and attack them this is about these this is fear-mongering at its absolute worst many of these so-called criminal aliens that trump was describing are immigrants who are convicted of immigration and non-violent offenses and also he's talking about people who are charged 
not convicted. That's because, right. Because this is going to be news to somebody, but nobody who listens to this podcast, people get charged with things they didn't do a lot. So in any case, he quickly switched the total for ICE arrests, which is 120,000, to a different number that includes all the different charges. So he went, he tried to make it sound like this yeah. was, these are all these are all violent offenses, but they're not. It's they're apples not. to oranges. It, it's a complete lie. Yeah. And here's another one uh, that really, really made me like scream uh we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions Absolutely. you know what jesus should have come down from court, Ohio and, and slapped the taste out of his mouth as I they couldn't. go to court to yes. try to get rid of yes. the obamacare yes and yes including its guarantee that patients can't be denied coverage for pre-existing just co- straight conditions up lying. republicans in congress tried for has been have been trying for years to repeal the entire law but now what they're doing is hacking at it with uh, like a bus not at, not um advertising it uh, not yep. funding it creating chaos sowing chaos this is the other thing you know and just real quickly when we the the democratic response i and i watched some discussion around this from the uh governor of michigan um whitmer mm-hmm. is her name i believe um and here's my problem and it, it did get brought up that in the commentary i saw that her response wasn't really a response. It was a speech, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a response. And there's re- there are reasons for that. And people gave reasons like, look, they have to write a speech ahead of time. They can't be sitting right. there doing whatever. And I get all that. But I, I think in this situation, I really didn't. And she used, this is the thing. She used her, one of her, I think one of her big things, and I think it was like a, almost a campaign slogan was mm-hmm. fix the darn roads mm-hmm. in Michigan. And she brought it up in that. And I was like, it's not the plan. No. And, 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 I, and it, I really do think, especially given the re- exaggerated, violent rhetoric of that speech mm-hmm. of Trump's Pinochet-like speech, I, I really did need some in-time r- commentary. Yeah, I need. In fact, what I needed was I needed Adam Schiff up there again. Yeah, to I just yeah. yeah, and I think That's that I needed. think that, they, that that was a bad choice. Yeah. Um. To and I get that what they traditionally do with that position is like they pick somebody up that they want you to know about. That's right. That they want you to pay attention to a, a, a somebody who they feel like, like Stacey Abrams yeah. did it last time. And but the thing is. That speech was volatile. It was a lie. It was insulting. Mm-hmm. I applaud everyone who walked out. Yes, and I applaud Nancy Pelosi Ooh, girl, for tearing up that it. speech. Can we say it like and a boss? Me, like a boss. Let me just let me just make the it. Yes. Yes. She was like, I hope you hear it. And let me tell you something. This is why I woke up this morning. I said, I hope they impeach his goddamn ass every day that ends in the word day. What we have to do, and this is why voting is so important, we have to do is get back the Senate and then impeach him on new charges. That's right. Let's let get it get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. This is not over. It's not over. No, and 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 he's not getting another goddamn four years. There's no goddamn way. And that No, it's not. Because I want to make sure to say this. Um, because otherwise I, people may not hear it. Uh, last Friday, the Trump administration quietly designated the entire Customs and Border Protection Agency, the CBP, which polices our borders and is right now incarcerating babies um, and families who are asylum seekers and have done nothing wrong and against all of our laws, basically. Uh, according to an internal memo obtained by the nation, they have designated um, the CBP as part of uh, seek uh, the part of they basically become like the FBI. So the memo was signed by the CPP's acting commissioner Mark Morgan and dated for January 3rd. It places the CBP under the same designation as highly secretive intelligent law enforcement agencies like the FBI and Secret Service. This grants them greater secrecy, which means that they can exempt a certain records from disclosure to the public. Don't get it twisted. That is about making sure that they can act with impunity. That's because right. Because these FOIA requests, the Freedom of Information Act requests, they've started to realize, oh wait, maybe we can keep things from Congress, but the press is keep suing us and getting this stuff. This 
This is about them being able to kill babies, to attack and assault children yes. it's and a women. Secret, it's a, and not a secret police force. A secret police force. And I just wanted to make sure you heard that before our final word. Yes, yes, because he's making his own SS. Don't get as it twisted. We speak. You need to sit down. We all need to sit down and ask ourselves what we're prepared to do and what how we're prepared to show it. I assume that you're all already calling 202-224-3121 to talk to your representatives and senators and whoever the fuck you want. Let me be clear about this. <laughs> Cuz there are people who I like who who have who have acted poorly in this area. Is it more effective when you're talking about legislation to call your own senators and representatives? Of course it is. But who the fuck cares? Tie up Mitch McConnell's office. That's right. I mean, let him All know that you, don't, you want witnesses, you want evidence, and you don't approve of this. You have every right to contact any elected representative. Do not let anybody tell you you don't. And that is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us. Yeah. At Zero at gmail.com. Yes. We and appreciate it. We do appreciate it. And I'm having trouble. What do I do? Um, the first one here is from Beth C. Thank you so much for writing us. It says, love you, Frangela. Can't wait for February 16th at Flappers. And then she sent us a fantastic idiot it's story. About a woman who twerked for the police officers <laughs> when she was pulled over. Yeah. Which I get. You know what? I'm going to say before we, you know, we're not going to do the idiot here, but you know what? She tried. Yeah. Touche. Okay, she tried. Yeah. Next up, this is from Ryan S. He said, hi, ladies. I have to strongly side with Francis when it comes to Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. To me, it tastes like black cherry cream soda. Now, while I love black cherry wishniac. I think so. I don't know what that is. You're going to have to tell us. I despise vanilla cream soda. (laughs) That's in capitals. Yeah. Uh, Both are staples here in Philly area, although I've been had some amazing wishniac in Montreal. I'm sorry if that's a brand. It must be a brand. But cream soda triggers my gag reflex (laughs) big time and leave it to some yip yap in Texas (laughs) to combine them. Yip yap. (laughs) I can see Angela's point that people like maybe even love Dr. Pepper, but they can have it. With that being said, however, how is it that the Eleanor who agreed with Francis had not had no last initial noted. <laughs> Every other email you guys read has a first name and last initial. One is left speculating whether Eleanor's last initial may very well be C. Ooh, Ooh. it is not Ooh, me. I did secrecy. not write it. Are you writing to me? <laughs> as oh Eleanor? my god! That would be oh, so I've got crazy. to start a new email. So I've got crazy. to. I've got to do that. Okay. Crazy. You know what? We try to. If people tell us how they want to be identified, we we try to to yeah. remember to do that. Yeah. But anyway, enough from my ramblings. I look forward to tomorrow's idiots thank you your fan always thank you so much thank and, you, and then he said p.s he wishes the best for my dog benny because he's yeah. not he's not been feeling good yeah. thank you this is from jeff y love thank you. you love you i could have taken a snow day but uh out of morbid curiosity i was curious to to see how long it would take me to get from uh new jersey to work in manhattan walked in the newark city subway to path train to subway Three and a half hours. Worked for one hour with the other guy who showed up before they sent us home. Anyone who showed up got an envelope later that week with a $100 bill in it. Good for you, Jeff. Jeff. And you know what? And good for you before that for going to work and trying to to do do And trying to do it. That's that's all people we all out here doing. Just trying to do what we're trying to do. You know? Bless you. Uh, That said, the storm of 78, 79 (laughs) was another thing. Yes, it was, Jeff. All of you. All of you. (laughs) Started on a Friday. Friday afternoon, oh, God. snow solid right through Monday. I remember walking through waist deep or higher snow to get to the store. Anything before that, you'll have to ask Francis. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I really think we need a fund for the PTSD from that blizzard. Because none of you, you guys have been we, permanently We did damaged. not make it out. We did no, not make no, it out. No, you made it out. But you left a lot of you behind. <laughs> we did. 
This is from William H. Hey, ladies. I tell a friend of mine about your idiot stories because he doesn't have time to listen to podcasts. I told him about the guy who got his penis stuck in a pipe and waited five days to go to the hospital. Then I told about your Patreon idiot today who lost a part of his penis after having sexy tabs with his girlfriend and he waited five days. <laughs> yeah. He said some people just don't deserve dicks. I laughed verily at this. <laughs> so William did we. from Alabama. So we, and you know what? He's absolutely He's right. Absolutely. Some, Some people, people don't, don't deserve dicks. No, that's they how what we don't. say. If you don't know how to treat it, you shouldn't be able to have it. That's right. And, <laughs> and now it's time for Resistance Rap. Now, um, the, unfortunately, today there are some marching and some actions mm-hmm. surrounding the Senate vote and surrounding impeachment, but that's the day we're recording, so <laughs> that's so that's not that useful. So, but what we want to talk about is this week. If you didn't know, February first through eighth is National Gun Violence Survivors Week. Yeah, America's gun uh, death rate is tragic and unique, ten times higher than other high-income countries. By early February, more than Americans are killed with guns than are killed in our peer countries in an entire calendar year. By February. That's right. I mean, and when you look at it, like, we have 10.2 per 100,000 people in the population. Japan has zero. Yeah. I mean, that's just... And the next state, the next country with the highest is Finland at 3.6. Yeah. So every year, over 36,000 Americans are killed in acts of gun violence, and approximately 100,000 more are shot and injured. Um, 58% of American adults or someone they care for have experienced gun violence in their lifetime. I have. I have to. And, and what I can tell you is... This is really important. And, and everybody, you know, you, if you haven't heard of Everytown, please go to everytown.org and learn about it. If you don't know about it, donate. There, there are many mm-hmm. gun or, anti-gun organizations, but we really need to. You know, the, the thing about Everytown and, and um, a number of the other like organizations, the, the insidious lie that these that these uh, the mass gun attacks haven't happened. Yeah. You know, um, and, and by and, the way, and, Rush and, Limbaugh it doesn't happen here. It happens was only one of those there. People exactly. promoted, th- promoting that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to, we have to, what's a frustrating for all of us is, was it like 80% of the country wants mm-hmm. gun law yeah. reform and yep. it's still not happening. Yeah. That's a fault. That's about when we say call two zero two 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 four three one two one. call them and let them know you're not voting for them until they enact gun control legislation. Yep. And then do that. Yep. We want to thank, we want to thank everybody over at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Oh my Network. God, check out all the great podcasts. Do it now. Yes. We want to, we want to remind you that you can catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning. That's right. That's called the Black Power Hour. We will be there. This week we were sick last week. Yes. And it always ruins our week. I get all thrown It does. Off. I do too. I, I I'm, I've not off. been right all week, I know. I'm girl. Like, I think it's the wrong day. It's awful. We want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura. They do so much for you us. You have no idea how much they do. And if yes. you did, you'd be like, what? It's an Angela. Um, they are amazing yes. and we want to thank all of you and remember that you can follow us on all the social medias at Frangela Duo that's D-U-O mm-hmm. we do answer all of our emails so you can write us at frangela08 at gmail.com mm-hmm. and uh, Idiot of the Week has its own email and its own social media handles now yeah. so check that out and you can go to Idiot of the Week uh, on Facebook and it has its own page and you can put up uh, articles and what have idiots you. and comment yes. and like and we'd appreciate it if you do and um, get out there and get your information and get people registered. Please. And understand this. I know times are hard and I know it's dark. Yeah. But I promise you this. This will change. It will change. We will change this. These two black women are going to make a change. And I promise you, I don't care who the nominee is. <laughs> I'm going to act 
like they are the second coming of Black Jesus. <laughs> I am going to love them with a ferocity that's going to scare you, Francis. Wow. You're not, I'm not just going to say, look, this isn't my first choice, but this is who we got. I'm not going to pull that crap. Mm. I will be down for that person like I owe them a kidney. <laughs> like down. And I promise you, because what we have to show is enthusiasm. That's right. Not just we're going to do this because we want to get rid of Trump. Enthusiasm. That is what will get those people who are uh, don't always vote out. That's right. If they see that we are excited. So we're going to show them why we're excited about our nominee. Yeah. If we can ever get the vote count. Have a great week, everybody. That's Let's right. do this. <laughs> 